This your girl Sylvia. She, her, and hers. What up? It's Tori. She, her, and hers. And welcome back for another episode of Fresh Hot Steaming, Piping Hot Stew, <laughs> Cornbread. You know, uh, this one's actually a main meal that I got. I got a bunch oh, of main meals. Oh my God. Well, yeah. So what's in it's, it's not a steaming hot uh, stack of bullshit. I'm trying no. to adjust my, my mic because it's a little crooked here on my end. So. Okay, I think that's good. Um, all right, well, it's been a, a week since our last uh, confession. <laughs> that's what it, doing the sign of the cross. During that time, I've said um, many uh, vulgar words and um, <laughs> what other transgressions? Awful thoughts. Know. Yeah, awful thoughts, sinful thoughts um no it's been a week uh on our new recording format of uh recording and uh posting on wednesday so hopefully uh hopefully our listeners um or our listener who knows if it's singular or plural anymore uh let's just thought- imagine our audience is as vast of the stars in the sky okay that- like that's you know, that's how many listeners we have. Not the one twinkling Sue's. Yeah. The night, the bright, shiny one. <laughs> Flickering and, you know, keeping a, us going, Sue's. Thank you, Sue's. Un, um, unknown, a number, uh, large quantity that we can't even count. Yeah. As vast as the universe is. Yeah. Okay. That, we know that it's more than 10. That's what that works. We know that it's less than the <laughs> amount of stars in the sky. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know. That works. So we get to dictate how many people are out there listening right. to. What are you yes. bringing to the table? <laughs> we reach a small quantity of people on a weekly basis and bring them the facts of what is happening in our world. <laughs> yeah. Viewed through our lenses. Right. Viewed you know. for, through our skewed lenses. <laughs> um do you have any updates i don't have any updates i don't know what's happening in the world that would be different than what i have now looked, Um, and i don't have any what's updates nothing has come up um although you know what i'm thinking whatever happened to the natalia scandal because weren't they supposed to have some kind of that's right there should have been a hearing this this year wasn't it wasn't i it thought you know uh, against the mother right the adopted yeah, mother well, on yeah the whole like abandonment what was that girl's name natalia what um, um natalia i can't remember the last name not natalia grace is that it uh grace doesn't sound oh, yep that's is it, it? Yep. Any, yep, any what's it. updates on the Google? Um, let's see. Neglect charges based on Natalia Grace's age dismissed. <laughs> Interesting. This actually happened in 2020. 
So, um, well, let's just bring this fresh. To yeah, the table. might as well. Um, let's see. This was back in August. Should we let the so we should we deep, let the readers know what this one was about? We were deep in the pandemic, so that's probably why we missed it. Um, and so, if you all don't remember, this was the case where the couple had adopted this uh, child. I'm putting it in air quotes because we still don't know um from the ukraine uh -huh. um but it was via another adoption so she she had been adopted by a couple it didn't work it was an emergency adopted that she needed to be adopted this took this couple stepped up and said we'll take her now and uh, mind you the the lady that said yes was some renowned uh author she had who wrote, wrote a child book her daughter about her, a, son, her parenting right spectrum yeah yes. so she was uh had well equipped working with neurodivergent children um so they took her in uh natalia has severe dwarfism and when they adopted her she they believe she was about eight years old uh long story Come short to find out she was having a period. some weird behavior she had her period um there was some concern as to whether she was actually the age that she was um and then ultimately they had a doctor who declared her to not be of the age she was to actually be older. And so the couple, uh, Christine, and I don't know what the guy's name was, um, Michael ended up uh, deciding to move and they got Natalia an apartment and said, you're gonna live here. You're not living with us anymore. So set her up. Right. And then um, ultimately were were charged with child abandonment because some other people stepped in and believed that she was still a child again we don't know if she is she was um she had got she was going to like ged classes and suppose that's what they said but right. she then was like she wasn't going to school they thought she was in elementary school right. whoever the they, yeah. they met her at some like soup like a convenience store where she would go yeah. and buy food yeah. And so they took her in and quote unquote adopted her. And then that's when they filed with the state saying she is actually the younger age and this couple abandoned her. Yeah. So that was the the gist of it all. The 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 rapid fire wrap up of what had happened. So now um, fast forward to fast forward to August of 2020 um in Lafayette, Indiana. This comes from Journal and Carrier. It must be like a local newspaper out that way. Um, Ukrainian orphan Natalia Grace Barnett is an adult in the eyes of the law. So pending charges of neglect against her adopted mother, Christine Barnett, cannot be based on the daughter's age, according to the Topeka Canoe County judges ruling on Friday. Natalia, who has severe dwarfism, again, I said they believe that she was adopted when she was eight, um, case drew na national attention. Uh, Topeka Canoe County prosecutors charged the Vernets in September 2019 for abandoning Natalia back in July of 2013. In December of 2019, prosecutors filed more serious felony charges ne for neglect and not getting Natalia needed medical treatment because of her dwarfism. Um, Friday's ruling in Christine Barnett's case finds that the any charges of neglect alleging that Natalia was a minor will be dismissed. Michael Barnett's attorney had not yet filed a motion for dismissal and the same arguments made Friday's ruling according to online court reports. In 
cases of Michael and Christine Barnett, prosecutors allege that after setting up Natalia in an apartment um, in Lafayette, the Barnetts moved to Canada with their biological sons, the, their oldest, a 15-year-old child prodigy at the time, um, so he could begin college. Prosecutors claimed that in neglect of dependent charges filed last year that Natalia was not quite 10 when the Barnetts moved 55 miles <laughs> from their home in Westfield in Ham Hamilton County, Lafayette. The couple who divorced in 2014 claimed in their defense that shortly after they adopted Natalia, they began to believe that she was an adult. And so, so they changed their birth record, her birth records from 20. They didn't change. See, that's what I'm saying. They didn't right. change. They went to a doctor, right? And to got them changed. Yeah. Through bone density. Yeah. So um, changed her, making her 22 years old. Um, the mother, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Michael Barnett um, said they were, they, they said they were scammed. Natalia had pubic care and menstrual cycles when adopted at her presumed age of eight. Um, they also accused Natalia of trying to harm Christine and their two sons. Since they believed her to be an adult, they petitioned Marion, Marion County Court that, to change Natalia's birth record. Some of the neglect charges against Barnett's alleged when Natalia was a minor based on the, her age from Ukrainian records, which had a birth year of 2003 in the eyes of the law though topeka canoe superior judge stephen meyer ruled friday that christine's barnett christine barnett's motion to dismiss natalia's birthday established by marion county settled the issue so he's saying a, a, another court already ruled on this that she was of the age of an adult therefore right. he's dismissing the charges the ruling does not apply to michael barnett because he's not filed a motion similar to Kristen, Christine Barnett's. Meyer ruled that Topeka Canoe Superior Court does not have the authority to change or undo a Superior Court ruling from another county. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, Meyer noted that several steps along the way of bringing charges against the Barnett's age, agents of the state had opportunity to challenge the Marion Court decision, but Natalia's age and failed to appeal it. Um, the uh, journal, journal and courier left messages for, for comment from Michael Barnett's attorney, um, but they didn't respond. Um, the prosecutor did not also immediately return the uh, calls. Media pressure in this case, Meyer previously issued a gag order that applies to the attorneys, prosecutors, and Barnett's and Natalia. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. So the so girl is a grown-up. Well, they're they're saying that there was a previous court that ruled that she was, and they will mm -hmm. not overrule that decision mm -hmm. because it has already been ruled. There was opportunity to appeal that. Nobody filed motions for appeal. So there's no, I mean, there's a court ruling that says we still don't fucking know. I mean, ultimately, we still don't fucking know. Yeah, but I think that if Natalia's attorney at the time because they have to have an attorney she had to have had yeah there would have been too. yeah there would have been um, they didn't squawk or say anything so right. that would have meant that natalia saying yeah i'm i'm good with 22 right like again because they the, because they didn't appeal it that's basically saying we don't have we don't feel we have a case to appeal this ruling that that ruled her to be an adult so by reason of deduction, you would say that that means she's an adult, right? Yeah, right. If you're not going to contest it. No. Um, 
Uh, it's, a, it's a weird to, one. You were either one. scamming those people that you know you you found because you really wanted a family instead of just you know right acting you know being friendly and saying hey I thought you know you acting like a kid because what how old did they think she was ten when they adopted her they thought she was eight they were told she was no eight. I'm talking about the family that then came back and said hey they just she just dumped um, in an apartment. Yeah, it was like something like 10 or 12 or something like that. Yeah. Um, she still claims as of 2020, October 2020, she she still claims that she's 16 and not a 30-year-old scam artist. <laughs> <laughs> so girl sticking to her story. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta give her credit for that. Like, she's hey, can sticking, I do that? She's I'm sticking just gonna say, to her hey, story. You see, disregard the gray hairs in my I head. I am 22. I am 60. 22. Despite, I am not a 48 year old. I am 22. <laughs> Time will tell, girlfriend. Time will tell. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Natalia. Okay. You stick, stick to your I story. I mean, that's 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 what you're supposed to do when you're lying when you're a scammer that's why you get caught yeah you start changing I mean, your story here's the thing is like yeah. they're not gonna take away your ssi you're still gonna get your ssi exactly yeah you know but i think once you've lied to a family that had took her in right and you got them to believe it now to go back and say oh, i was just kidding right yeah you gotta stick with the you gotta stick with the story you can't you can't yeah, go back. Yeah, you can't be truthful yeah. anymore. Um, let's see. This article said Natalia admitted previous family members had come back her to U.S. Social Solutions. Oh, wait. What's that? Yeah. Um, she was indeed signed up for grown-up college. Um, Barnett, Christina Barnett formed other people. She was uh, uh, ended up being 22 years old, right? Yeah, so that was back in 2013 so 2013 2021 that was six years ago yeah and that's how we were saying is how did yeah. the 10 year old get yeah. past people in a grown-up college right like you were um, either highly intelligent as a 10 year old right yeah exactly or yeah. you're as dumb as a rock as a 22 year old yeah exactly um i mean the the fact that she was menstruating at eight or nine—that's um, possible. That is possible. Mm -hmm. So, but there was there was something here that I just read that she she had adult teeth. So again, if you're eight, at, you're still losing teeth, right? Yeah, at eight years yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. So something ain't right. And but a, but little old Natalia still sticking to sticking her story. To her story. She's sticking to her story. Well, well there's think, a nice uh, little update to see what's right. happened with that one. Um, I think the uh, the Russian, uh, what was that? The Russian queen or the Russian princess? Oh, what Italian happened with her? To get together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. remember she was, she came oh, out, that's she right. got out of prison. Yes. She's Isn't now she famous. In the States? Yes. She is yeah. now famous. She's getting, you know, she's TikTok making, making money off of, yeah. Insta and, her story. you know, for social yeah. media platform. Yeah. Well, if um, Natalia was smart, she'd do the same thing. She might be. Just get out there and I'm get a social media. Just get it. Just, just, uh, just find out. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure there are going to be grown men that'll pay to see all that. I mean, fans only page. 
Yeah. There you go. You know, she want to be pretending. I wonder if she's on the Insta. Let me see. Natalia. I'll bet you she is. Grace. I Let's mean, that look. she could be making some extra change if she um, was. I don't see anything on the Insta hmm. that's her. So who knows? I yeah. say, you know, you might as well, girl, just make some up, money off girlfriend. that. Yeah. Make some it, money off of that. I'd be like, just fess up. It'll just relieve your soul. You know, once you can get past it, you know, take the punch, the hits, the work, and then you move <laughs> on with your life and you're free. Like you don't have to keep looking over your shoulder or, yeah. or trying to figure out what you said or try to remember right. how old am I this year? Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Time to just. All right. Well, there's a little update. A little update on an older story. It was uh, that we did back in probably 2019. That yeah, brings closure. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, it sounds like there's still a little bit of other things that are happening with it, but ultimately they're not going to be charged with abandonment because another court ruled that she was an adult and you yeah. can't overturn that ruling. So no, there you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yep. Um. All right. You got a story. You got a story to start I us do. off. All I right. Do. Let's see what you uh, got. So you know how uh, the Texas governor uh, signed his little bill Ugh. on Ugh. abortion rights, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this comes from NBC News. Texas valedictorian goes off script to address abortion rights. Ooh, nice. Yeah. The Dallas High School valedictorian scrapped a speech approved by her school administrators and delivered an abortions rights call in its place. Good for Jackson her. Smith, I know, 21 valedictorian at Lake Highlands High School submitted to the school officials an address on the effect of the media on young minds. But when she spoke at Sunday's graduation ceremony, she talked of what she called a war on our rights of her body and those of other girls and women by the heartbeat bill signed into law by Texas Governor Greg Abbott a week and a half before. Now remind, just to remind everybody, yeah. this fool, when Texas was frozen, this fool did nothing. Didn't do shit. Nothing, but just yeah. said, grab your jackets and coats and yep. bundle, bundle up, up do your best. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what I was also hearing was they're not disclosing how many people actually passed away due to the deep Ooh. freeze. You know, they aren't, they are keeping yeah. that those stats, yeah. you know, uh, quiet. So this is that same fool. She says, I cannot give up this platform to promote complacency and peace when there is a war on my body and a war on my rights, a war on the rights of your mothers, a war on the rights of your sisters, a war on the rights of your daughters. We cannot stay silent, she told her class. The new law outlaws without exception any abortion after a first heartbeat can be detected. That could come as early as six weeks after conception when many women could be unaware that they are pregnant. The law also would allow anyone to sue a Texas abortion provider or anyone who helped someone get an abortion for as much as $10,000. The God law would damn. take effect in September, 
but federal courts have most likely blocked states from enforcing similar measures. I have dreams and hopes and ambitions. Every girl graduating today does. We have spent our entire lives working towards our future and without our input or without our consent, our control over that future has been stripped away from us. I am terrified that if my contraceptives fail, I am terrified that I am, or I am terrified that if I am raped, then my mm -hmm. hopes and aspirations and dreams and efforts for my future will no longer matter. I hope that you can feel how gut-wrenching that is. I hope that you can feel how dehumanizing it is to have the autonomy over, to not, to have the autonomy over your own body taken from you. Yeah. Although I, I, I always say it was never given to us in right. the first place. <laughs> Smith, who plans to study the music business at the University of Texas in Austin, said Wednesday that she had already submitted her original speech to school officials and was trying to finish an end of the year project in the school's music room when she decided to scrap that. Yes. I couldn't keep my mind on the project. My mind kept wandering to the heartbeat bill and what it meant. So I started uh, making some notes. Ultimately, there was no better group of people that I could talk to because I knew that in that audience, there were more people who were going to disagree with me, um, who were going to disagree with what I had to say. She said that she expected to have her microphone cut off or to have her diploma withheld. Um, I thought it was going to be a big face plant. I expected them to cut off the mic before I finished the speech, she told NBC Dallas-Fort Worth. I thought it, it would die right there, but she saw tears in her audience midway through the speech. In the day since, video of her address posted on social media, retweeted broadly, has drawn kudos from comedian Sarah Silverman, who tweeted Brave, the former Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton, who tweeted, this took guts. Thank you for not staying silent. The Richardson's Independent School District of Lake Highlands is part was less enthusiastic. In a huh. statement, it said it would review student speech protocols before next year's graduation ceremony because we want to censor you. Yeah, we want to silence. Yeah, we want to silence. We you want to and cancel not, you, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we're yeah. also going to accuse you of if we have to say something right. uh, racist uh, right. and, and you want to cancel less, we got a problem with that. Right, exactly. Yeah. The content yeah. of each student's speech message is private, voluntary expression of the individual student and does not reflect the endorsement sponsorship position or expression of the district or its employees it said so then why do you need to look at speeches exactly exactly we yeah. all know that this is you know it's theirs yeah uh yeah so that was it uh well yeah i had uh i'd seen that and i'd wondered exactly what because i hadn't yet checked and i think that that's you that's what you got to do you get if you got a platform and you got a moment to say you got to be brave. And even if your voice say, shakes, speak the truth. Yeah. You know, and that's what she did, because like she's yeah. saying, she knew people would disagree with her. Yeah. But this is this is like. Like she said, what if, you know, she's worried about what if my contraception fails, right? Right. That happens, what if I'm raped? That happens all the time. What if I'm raped? Right. So, yeah. you know, your if your contraception fails, here's the thing, because like you said, it's like within six weeks before you even realize you're pregnant. So right. you don't say know you're, if it on, you're on uh, birth control 
and you're, you know, you're having sex and you're thinking everything's working and everything. And you realize, yeah, I haven't had a period. Oh, this is weird. But again, you're thinking I'm on the birth control. So right. I must I'm be good. getting the flu. Right. Yeah. So, sometimes things happen. Sometimes people have light periods when they're on birth control. Bodies change. Things do, you yeah. know, so you're not thinking about it. And then you get to that point of like, okay, I haven't had my period. I got After it. After month boom, two. You do the, the pregnancy test and boom, you're pregnant. And now you're fucked. Right. You know? Yeah, you're not because you've done everything up until that point to make sure that you don't get pregnant. Right. right? And let's be for contraception. Like ladies aren't counting the calendars as to when their period is coming. No, you kind of know roughly you're like, okay, and if it doesn't happen, whatever, uh, you you know, you're like, like, I'm stressed. You know, some things are going on in my body. Or you're cheering. Yes. Yes. Not this week. Right. Right. And then you go on about your business. Right. And then. The next month comes around. That's when you realize. And then you're like, oh, oh, okay, something's going on. I didn't on have here. one last month. Yeah. Yeah. What's something's happening? Going on here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you then know. if you're raped, you know, because yeah. you think about that time frame, right? Like you're, you're raped. Maybe you don't say anything because you don't think anybody else will happen. Because, like, we've talked about multiple times on here before, rape goes unreported because we see what actually doesn't happen to the right. rapist, right? right. Especially so, if you know the rapist, if you're right? on a it's date on a with a rapist, situ- and especially in a state like Texas, right? Yeah, oh, you know, she was asking for it kind of bullshit. Right. What were you wearing, right? And so then that time's going by and I just, I, and, you uh, know, and some ladies want can't. to forget about it. They want to pretend as if it didn't happen. Yeah. I just, I the, just, the trauma is so real. And here we have a white male governor. Right. Instituting. Right. Something that he has no business. Right. Instituting to begin with. Right. He is neither. And, and the simple fact, this does not outlaw, this does not stop abortion. It stops the access to abortion for people who don't have the means to go get an abortion. Because uh, certainly a woman could leave Texas and go to a state where abortion is legal and have an abortion. But right. who can? Who has the access to do that? It's not po- people in poverty, which are disproportionately represented by people of color. So once again, a racist fucking bill that is going to disproportionately affect people of color because the ability to leave the state of Texas to go to get abortion if you need one after that six-week period is not going to be accessible for everyone. The rich, the the rich will always have that access, right? Oh yeah. You know, dad, daddy's girl goes and, you know, messes up. Oh, we're going to take her to Oregon and get an abortion. Right. Right. We'll fly to, oh yeah. Yeah. We'll fly. Now, the other thing is, can you imagine if you're on formal probation, you have to ask permission to go to another state and you have to tell your male probation officer, if you have one, why you're going. Right. What you're going to do. Which in essence of technicality, right, Mm -hmm. would be against Texas law to get an abortion after six weeks. (laughs) So in essence, would that be... Could yeah. be that could be Potent- rolled into a technical violation. Because you're basically telling me you're going to go commit a crime. Now it's not a crime in the state that you're going to, but in the state that we're in, it's a crime. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I could see all sorts of fucking shenanigans happening with that. And it's like, where does HIPAA step in? Why, why right? do I got to tell you? Right. Exactly. You know, why do I got it? And I get uh, the, I get the re, you know, as far as like, if you're on probation, they don't want you going off into other states without right. the other state knowing blue, blue, right. blue. But at this time, it's like, well, I'm forced to go to another state because I cannot get this medical procedure here. Right. But now right. I got to let everybody under the and sun what, know right, I want to go does, get an abortion. Do, do they know they have to know what is the medical procedure? Right. Yeah. That's a that's a great question. It's fucking bullshit either way. Like, fuck yeah. you, Texas. Yeah. God damn. Ugh. Yeah. I just can't. It's not enough that you keep your people frozen. Yeah. Now you want let to let people die. We'll talk about how many people die. That they can't even keep warm because of the, right. you know, the disastrous, you know, electrical grid you got going on there. Yeah. Because you want to fucking make money off of public utilities. Right. What should be public utility. So Ugh. you'll have frozen babies all over the place. Obviously, I'm exaggerating, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> but this, um, I mean, but that you you're gonna have problems. You're gonna have continued problems. Whether right. women are gonna get the abortions, it's not gonna be sanitary. You're always yeah. gonna have somebody who's gonna play it's doctor. risk. It's then gonna put people yeah. at risk, right? Because yeah. they're gonna be people that will set up back street, back alley abortion clinics in Texas that poor people people in poverty will access because that's again it's about access right yeah. so um you know they'll take their chances and a lot of fucking bad things are going to happen because of it right Ugh, and i did see um a tiktok video of the march that um women in uh texas were that ha recently had because of the heartbeat oh, bill like a anti yeah it that, that, it, it was like, like a women's march there in texas the, oh, well, that's i mean good it to, was that's good um it was a lot of women oh good well yeah. i mean that's what's gonna take it's gonna take it's gonna take that like get out there and fucking say no mm -hmm. hell no not our bodies yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I have a, a graduation story as well. Um, this is from ABC News. Uh, North Carolina student denied diploma after wearing Mexican flag over graduation gown. No, oh, I did I it for him. my I did it my for my family. Said student Ever Lopez. No relation. Um, a North Carolina high school student said he was denied his diploma at the graduation ceremony for wearing a Mexican flag over his gown. Ever Lopez draped a Mexican flag over his blue gown at the Ash Ashboro High School graduation ceremony on Thursday night. Live stream video footage from the ceremony shows the principal ask him to take the flag off. After an unsuccessful attempt to take it off, he was handed a diploma holder, which the other students also received, but after walking across the stage, he was denied an actual diploma. Lopez told ABC News, when I got up there, I went for the handshake and I wasn't thinking nothing of it. And I heard her say, you can't wear that. And I was in shock and confused. I was like, what? She was like, the flag, you can't wear that. The incident was sparked, has sparked outrage and led to protests outside the school Friday. How, however, the school district insists that Lopez's actions violated the ceremony's dress code and the incident is not about the Mexican flag. Oh, Lopez, oh yeah, bullshit. Because <laughs> uh, if it was American flag, I guarantee they wouldn't said shit. 
Um, Lopez said he wore the flag in honor of his family. He is the first, the first to graduate high school in his immediate family. It means everything to me, Lopez told ABC News, of wearing the Mexican flag. My parents, my whole family is from over there. I did it for them because they had a rough childhood. They didn't get a scholarship. I got they didn't get to go to school like I did so representing my flag and getting a diploma was really important to me because I was basically doing it for my family Lopez said that Ashboro High School asked him to apologize as a condition of receiving his diploma I don't know why I should apologize when it, I sh it should be heard because I when it should be heard because I did nothing wrong. In a statement to ABC News on Sunday, Ashboro City School District said Lopez Diploma had been available for pickup since Friday and an apology was has never been requested, expected, or required. Oh, so now they're changing their story oh, because yeah. it became viral. Yeah, after graduation, Lopez's family was escorted off the property after a request was made by the principal, Penny Crooks. Oh, perfect last mm -hmm. name for her. Um, uh, Ashboro police told ABC News Ashboro police officers were working the graduation in an improved off-duty capacity. What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. Um, improved off-duty capacity. Yeah. We have to escort families right. off because because they even say that they were getting right. You know, loud. There was no ruckus. There was yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. So you were uh, just afraid of these people and what they would do because you humiliated right. their son. Um, Ashborough City Schools said in a statement that the graduation dress code was shared with the students ahead of time and allowed for students to decorate their caps, but wearing a flag of any kind is a violation of the dress code. In live stream footage, the graduation, a number of students are seen with alterations to their cap featuring handwritten messages, drawings, or flowers. The backlash to the incident has led the school to receiving threats, according to authorities. I'm not, I mean, I don't think you should threaten people, but... I don't know. It's kind of funny in a way. Um, the superintendent said the employee received a threatening email Friday that said, I'm going to shoot up the school if you don't give that young man his diploma. Now, calm down, people. Let's not go yeah. fucking doing that shit. Yeah. Um, Ashper police investigated nine additional emails and a total of 10 that have been sent to the school and school employees via email threatening against the school or the employees. Um the school in the statement on Friday said it supports quote, our students expression of heritage in the appropriate time and place. <laughs> yeah. There we in go. the appropriate time, time and, place. and place. We continue um, I'd working. I'd like to know when yeah. is You're being too Mexican. You're being too yeah. Mexican at this graduation ceremony. During the months that we give you? Right? You could have done this in Hispanic Heritage Months, but you cannot do it at your graduation. Right. Um, I, I just don't fucking, like, come on. It's just who, uh, uh, who again? Who uh, it's it? Who was he harming? Who was being harmed? There was no the being harmed white in fragility. That's that's who was being harmed. The white fragility was being harmed. Yeah, like how dare you? I was looking at some of the um TikTok responses. Oh yeah, what posted, and it mm -hmm. all came down to education is free here. How come you don't go to Mexico where education? Because he's free not born here? there. His parents are from there. You fuck nuts. That, but that's what I'm saying is like these people they just automatically go to their stereotypes. Oh, go back to where you're from. Right. Go back. They go to their stereotypes and they throw out assumptions that they have absolutely no basis yeah. for. Yeah. Like no basis for it. Ugh. And 
if they did, they would have known. Yeah, like you said, the kid was born here. It's his parents. Um, and he has every right to express his heritage. Yeah. It's his heritage. How come there aren't people out there talking about why you all got Trump's name above the American flag? How come that's not right? You know, and how about like fucking flag? acknowledging the fact, like he's like acknowledging what he's done, right? Like, yeah. I just, I mean, come on. Yeah, it it's disgusting. Come, come on. So uh, an update on that is oh, they finally gave him an update, his diploma. Instant update. Yeah, they gave him his diploma today. He did yeah. receive his diploma. Good. They had yeah. the conversation. The parents are saying that the principal should be apologizing publicly yeah, for the humiliation. Uh, because and here's the thing. thing too about about withholding a diploma. The, How right. you can't withhold something that the person achieved the Earned. credits to receive. The, yes. You can't say you can't have your diploma. Right. That wh whatever you wear or did at your graduation has no bearing on the grades and the credits you needed to receive your diploma. You can't yeah. fucking keep that from someone. No. Not right? to mention, like, even though he doesn't day, have, he already earned it. The, the graduation is a formality ceremony that has nothing to do. He's already graduated. And that piece of paper is the same thing. It's a formality. Right. Exactly. He's already His graduated. would say he completed he graduated. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. the fact that he wants the paper for his family, it was important. Right. Probably for him to, you know, put in a frame. Put That's up. important. Exactly. Yeah. But anybody will go back to that school to say, did he graduate? The transcript says would say he yes. All his cred credits exactly. to earn that high school yeah. diploma. Exactly. Yeah. You can't, so to you say can't get around it. Withhold it. Fuck right. you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. And you that's can't... the other thing. I'm like, you could have said, oh shit, you know, here's this kid. You could have had whatever feelings you wanted about right. it, right? Right. The thing is, was it anything that was disrespectful to right. anybody else? Was it disruptive? No. No. Nothing. He, he, and you knew it. Now, if yeah. it was a kid that had KKK or, right. you know, which would have offended Absolutely. multiple, yes. multiple. And if somebody says, well, I'm offended by that flag, then, you know, then I'm that's throw my damn shoe. Yeah. I'm going to throw my damn shoe at them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's your problem if you're offended at seeing somebody's right. flag yeah. of their heritage. That's Again, if that problem. would have been an American flag draped around his shoulders, I oh. guarantee not one would have been spoken. No. They would have handed him his diploma, shook his hand, and woohoo, America! Right. You know? Yeah. Ugh, fucking yeah, asshole. For sure. Uh, All right, what so, else you got? Yeah. I was going to say, so he got his diploma. Oh, so he got, got his it. diploma. He got it. Yeah. Um, they're not going to apologize. They won't. I mean, I, I think oh, they should. Make I it think they should apologize. Apology. But they won't. They won't. They won't. They won't see the error of their ways. They, yeah. Yeah. No, no, Ugh. no. Okay. So I have one uh, disgusting, like again, disgusting. This comes from the Washington Post. Hopefully it'll come up because, you know, you have to buy the stories. Oh, or, yeah. Have you clicked too many right? times? <laughs> As a vet spoke about Memorial Day's roots in Black history, his mic was cut. It was oh, no accident. Come on! This came out June 3rd. Retired Army Lieutenant Colonel Bernard Kempter was midway through his speech at a Memorial Day ceremony in an Ohio cemetery 
when he started discussing the role that freed black enslaved people played in an early event honoring Civil War dead. Suddenly his microphone cut off. Kempter 77 tapped it a few times before yelling for assistance. I assumed it was a technical glitch, Kempter, who carried on with his speech off mic while he waited for the audio to return, told the Washington Post. But the disruption was no glitch. One of the event organizers later admitted the audio had been deliberately turned down, telling the Akron Beacon Journal that Kempter's discussion of Black history was not relevant to our program for the day. So Black history of soldiers that have died who are part of the reason why we have Memorial Day is not, is not relevant and relevant. Cool, no. cool, 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 no. cool story. Just cool so story. we know okay. that, right? Cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. We All asked right. him to modify his speech and he chose not to do that. Cindy Sh Shackman, I don't know. I don't know if it's Shackman, Suchin, I think Suchin, Suckin, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Cindy Suckin, president of the Hudson American Legion Auxiliary told the Beacon Journal. Now the Ohio American Legion is investigating the incident and Kempter has accused the organizers of censoring him. I was very disappointed that someone would choose to censor my speech, Kempter told the Post. The Hudson, Ohio native who was trained as a combat medic served in the army from 65 through 95 was invited by Suckin as the keynote speaker for the ceremony in his hometown. Suckin did not- Oh, give oh him wait, wait. So they wanted a token. Uh-huh. To give the keynote because they oh, wanted to white. say, no, no, oh, he was white. He was white. Oh, shit. Yeah. He oh, was a, shit. He was a white vet. They got a white vet so that the white vet could talk about white vet uh, memorial. But then he but came when in and the said, white man said, you know what? We're actually not going to do this. I'm We're going to talk about the truth. history. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's when they quick cut the mic off. Oh, so okay. second did not give him any writing prompts, he said, and did not say any topics were off limits. So the veteran decided to use this year's speech as an educational opportunity to discuss the holiday's history. Okay, throughout so history, using his privilege. Good yes, job. Good job. Throughout history, there has been a lot of claims about who actually performed the first Memorial Day service, Kempter told the Post. With this speech, I chose to educate people as to the origin of Memorial Day and why we were celebrating it. Kimter's speech included details about Memorial Day commem uh, commemoration in Charleston, South Carolina, organized by a group of Black people freed from enslavement less than a month after the Confederacy surrendered in 1865. About three days before his speech, he emailed the text to event organizers. One organizer responded by asking Kempter to revise his speech and leave out the part of his of the history of it. The organizer. Oh, let's who, not talk about the history. Uh, no, let's not the, talk about the history of Memorial Day. Cool, cool, right. cool, cool. The organizer it's too black. Right. The organizer whom Kempter declined to name didn't specify which paragraphs they wanted gone or why they objected. He said. So after consulting with a uh, Hudson public official, Kempter arrived at the cemetery on Monday, ready to deliver the unedited version of his final draft to the crowd of 300 people. Kempter began his speech by discussing how Memorial Day was born after 
Hundreds of thousands of soldiers who died in the American Civil War were in need of a proper burial place. Then shortly after beginning a discussion of the role that Black Charleston residents played in the holiday, his microphone stopped working. When his calls for help from a sound engineer didn't work, he said, I decided I don't need a microphone. I just proceeded in my army command voice. Hunter did not think much of it when the audio came back on minutes later, just after he had finished discussing the holiday's Black history. Oh my God. You can't even disguise it. But after the event, the audio engineer approached to tell him that it was not a malfunction the event organizer had intentionally muted him, he said. By then, Kempter said he was surrounded by about 20 people who congratulated him for a moving and meaningful speech. He gave out the four printed copies he had brought to the event, he said. Kempter said he didn't want a confrontation with the organizers, so he left the cemetery without speaking to them. On Wednesday, Sucken confirmed to the Beacon Journal that either she or Jim Garrison Now, here's the lady throwing somebody under the bus that either she or Jim Garrison, the adjunct of American Legion Lee Bishop post 664, had turned down the audio because the theme of the either she or how you not know either it was you or it was the other guy did it or the other guy did it or you saw the other guy do it. You had to have touched the button. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I'm like, how are you saying, uh, I'm not quite sure if I did it or if he did it. I just can't recall. I don't remember. Right. It was so wild and crazy. I didn't know what was happening. Exactly. Then now, uh, after she threw him under the bus, now Garrison also refused to say whether he turned down the microphone, telling the Beacon Journal that he had nothing to add. He declined to comment when when, when the post reached out. Second confirmed that the event organizers had asked him Kempter to revise his speech and said that the two minutes when Kempter's mic was turned off included some of the paragraphs organizers had objected to. The Ohio American Legion said it is investigating the incident. We take this matter and its allegations seriously. Uh, blah, we blah, blah. Investigate and, and take disciplinary action if necessary. The so. American Legion condemned the incident, adding that it was aware of the investigation carried out by the Ohio American Legion. Regardless of the investigation's outcome, the national headquarters is very clear that the American Legion deplores racism and reveres the Constitution. Uh, we salute L.T. Kempter's service and his moving remarks about the history of Memorial Day and the important role played by Black Americans in honoring our fallen heroes. We regret any actions taken that detracts from this important message. Kempter said that despite the microphone issue, he received dozens of messages praising his speech. A lot of people viewed this as a healing speech and paying tribute to the African-Americans that started Memorial Day. Yeah. True history right as there. I didn't even be. know that. As I did not be. even know it. As it should be. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I hope that the national uh office the head office uh does something to like you know take those two people's get them out away uh something even if they're volunteering i'm sorry boo you can't volunteer here anymore you yeah you you can't be you can't be a part of the like take your membership away right something you know right because it's obvious why they did it yeah Uh, what a bunch of and i'm like do they not have people of color in their membership 
Well, you would assume. I mean, hello, it's not like there weren't BIPOC soldiers all throughout history. Clearly, clear back to the Civil War. Hello. You so know, why would you want to cut that part out? Because you don't want people to be uncomfortable. Again, they're still there. Fragility. They're there. They're right there. You Again, can't get rid of them. Fragility. White you can't fragility. Get, exactly. You can't get you don't rid of make history. people uncomfortable with this kind <sighs> of history because yeah. we want this to be a ceremony where when uh I don't um, yeah I don't get it. I'm so sick of it. I'm just I'm so done. Uh all right. Well, um this one uh caught my eye, the title caught my eye, so I was like, okay, what's this about? Uh, so this is from Vice News. Um, came out uh, today. Is it today? Seventh? No, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, today. Um, mm -hmm. A mom spent an entire day posing as a, her 13-year-old daughter at school. I saw that. She did finally get busted, but she says she proved her point about lack security. Ah, oh, my God. So Really? Yeah. You're going to fall mom, on that sword? Yep. A Texas uh, mom dressed up as her daughter and attended almost a full day of the girls' classes before anyone noticed, proving her point about school. the school needed a better security to protect kids from mass shootings. <sighs> what? Casey Garcia, age 30, spent last Tuesday recording herself attending classes and other activities at Garcia Enrique Middle School in San Elizario, Texas, at 4 foot 11 inches tall dressed in a hoodie jeans sneakers and a black face mask garcia apparently blended right in with her 13 year old daughter's classmates she said hello to the school's principals spoke to teachers had a lunch even went to gym class without much of an issue it wasn't until her seventh and final class of the day that a teacher finally noticed that the person in the seat was actually a grown woman a teacher pulled her aside after class and confronted her. Garcia uploaded a video diary of the experiment to YouTube and the next day, and it amassed over 430,000 views. But the school administrators told El Paso County Sheriff's Office about Garcia's stunt, and she was arrested by deputies and charged with criminal trespassing and tampering with government records, according to CBS affiliate. She was released from the El Paso County Detention Facility on a $7,908 bond, uh, in a follow-up video uploaded uh, this week, that last week, Garcia tried to explain herself. Wanted to see if I could make it an entire day without anyone noticing. And I said, and I'd say up to until about seventh period, that's a very long day for a 30-year-old. I, She said, I did prove, I did this to prove a point. I'm a parent. I proved that I could get through the school the public school system without any problem we need better security at our schools she said later in a video and i don't don't mean to be curt but i kind of feel like i pro i proved it garcia explained that her main motivation was the slate of mass shootings in the u.s schools and that um also she called for addition of metal detectors in schools and said that she even has reservations about backpacks there have been too many mass shootings are you more are you more concerned that I am a parent was sitting next to your child or do we really want to wait for the next person taking their second amendment right to, to the extreme? The El Paso County Sheriff's Office did not immediately respond. At least 148 children 
teachers and others have been killed in incidents. We know that. Um, despite Garcia's arrest, it seems that her experiment did get school officials thinking. In a statement to Vice News, San Elisario uh, School District said that while students were safe in school on Garcia's day at school, they'd be reassessing school security. While there was a breach in security by an individual associated as a parent with the school, we want to assure you that the security measures are being reviewed and evaluated. The lady what had a think? mask on. What do you think? The lady had a mask on throughout the whole day. Which was protocol because she had to because kid, right. kids have to wear masks. It's not as if she didn't have a mask. The other right. thing if she would have rolled in these... without a mask, they would have stopped her at the front door. Right. Everybody would see that she was an adult. Yeah. And how many of these mass shootings were from people that were not affiliated to that school in some way? Right. Yeah. And, and it, if and it doesn't matter whether you were went through all the whole day except for seventh period, if you had the intent to go and shoot, ain't no metal detector gonna get right. into your way of starting right. to shoot people. How about you utilize your energy to go out and pass some fucking common sense gun law, lady? Right. Like right. use that energy to get out there and let's talk about the fact that. Uh, there are certain types of weapons that are far too accessible by people. Yeah. And like, if you have that like, much time, right. Donate it to your school so that you can provide extra security, extra watch. Do something eyes, like some, exactly. What did you what, prove? Uh, and my thing is I will, I doubt that throughout her little, you know, insty or TikToky that she was talking about, Oh, I'm getting away with, you know, I could be shooting up this place. Right. I could was be she shooting. saying things like, she oh, was I was doing it to say, right look at yeah. me. They think I'm a student. Yeah. You um, know, I'm not buying. It's my experiment to see how long I can get through. How embarrassing. If I was that kid, if I was the daughter, up, I want to go, go to that. I'd be thoroughly, thoroughly embarrassed. And as much as I don't, dislike the whole thing of you know a parent you know I, I i'm like yeah, this didn't cause for an arrest or you know it's stupid it's idiotic i you know does she need to be fined or you could give her a trespass but as far as as i think they should fucking make her do some community service at the school they could have her do that like that should be the punishment. Okay, fine. You want to be be shenanigans. You want to be extra security. You're gonna fucking chaperone every dance, every the fucking school activity, lunch, the lunchroom, the lunch, the, all of it. The That's sides where kids, you know, the service, hallways where right? kids You're are gonna, fighting gonna or whatever. You be yeah. the extra eyeballs there. Yeah. I'm looking at her. I, I think she should be banned from even uh, being on the school grounds, like trespassed from the school grounds. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, are so you looking for her? Yeah, so she's showing in her video, she's like just kind of holding her phone, you know, down. So it looks like she's probably just walking with her phone, but she's videotaping it. She's walking down the hall. She's saying she does have her hood off. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, too, right? Okay. So I also want to think about like, so she's walking through the hall, right? And she's yeah. walking around, walking, saying, morning, morning. Those teachers and people she was saying good morning to, they might have thought like, oh, a parent Who's must a be here student? for something. No, I think that, that it's possible. They thought, oh, this parent must be here for something, right? Yeah. Like, 
coming to volunteer in your kid's class. So all she's doing is saying, good morning, good morning. As she's walking in the school, that could be a parent could be doing that. So it wasn't necessarily like they thought she was a student. She was just a parent at the school for that day. They don't know what the fuck she's there for. Like she could have been there for anything. They don't, they're assuming once she's breached into the hallway situation, she probably went through the, the format of, you know, whatever it needed to be to be in there. Right. Like not everybody yeah. goes to the office and gets the visitor's pass. Right. You know, and not, but every I teacher. thought she, so, she also said in class, well, she did, she did, but I'm just saying in the parts where she's yeah. like, you know, saying hi oh, to I people. said, good morning to people. I said hi to, well, yeah, and they let me, but and they, they're already like, go. Oh, wonder, you know, Oh, that, that parent must be like, they're not knowing every freaking thing is happening in terms of like what parent is coming to the school for a meeting. Like, literally could have thought she was because she does look like a fucking adult without the hood on yeah 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 so let's hear let's hear her a little bit what is she yeah is this her and just so you know right this building is a library okay this building is oh my goodness. I would have never found my way. Is this her? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Is she talking about look at how easy it is for me to get through? Any any student with a gun could get through this. She's not saying that on the video, but I'm sure that's what her point is, right? That's what she's trying to make. I can't, point I is. can't even, ha- I can't even That's fucking with her. She's trying to make that point. Yeah. That, oh, now after the fact, it was because I'm doing an ex- social experiment. Yeah. That anybody can come on campus and shoot the campus up with lack security. Right. Yeah. Pick, you're the only one that just told the whole world how lack security happens on school campuses. Right. Well, and here's the thing, is it even with security, we've shown that it doesn't, I mean, look at fucking, uh, uh, not Park Rose, Park Parkland, right? There were police officers on the, on the premises who hid and didn't (laughs) actually, who had weapons and didn't actually confront the shooter. And our school Reynolds high school, they had the shooting there and they have resource officers, right? Police officers stationed at the camp right and they still again i go back to common sense gun approach is going to do more than putting a fucking more security that's already been proven that's not that has not stopped school shooters no no that has not stopped school shootings no sros armed police has not stopped good guys with the guns have not stopped it no i just can't with these fucking idiots That's yeah. fucking ignorant. Yeah. yeah. This All lady right. just, yeah. This lady She's just is doing it for for likes. Yeah. For, you know, the the views. Yeah, she's doing it for cash. Let's yeah. just leave it at that. Yep. She's doing it for the fucking gram. Yeah. Doing it for the gram. Uh so I got another one. Okay. I did Rod's first transgender dog musher races to beat anti-trans sports bills. Yeah. So you heard the other uh, idiotic racist um, uh, DeSantos, DeSantos governor. Fucker. Yep, yep. 
So this comes from NBC News. Um, and this, it says, I don't think I've been angrier about an issue, Quince Mountain said, of efforts to ban trans students from playing on sports teams that uh, match their gender identities. Quince Mountain, the Iditarod's first openly transgendered dog musher, is using his popularity on social media to combat anti-trans sports bills in his home state, Wisconsin, as well as a slew of similar bills introduced in dozens of states. The two Republican-backed measures being debated in the Wisconsin legislature seek to, to pass trans student from participating on sports teams that match their gender identities. And here's the thing, we've got an insurrection that took place, <laughs> we've got a high rise in uh, racial targeting. Mm -hmm. um, we've got voter suppressions happening. Mm -hmm. We've got all of these but things. But let's pass bills to ban that, youth from playing sports. That is of no issue, of right. no consequence, right. of nothing. Like It's like us talking about let's ban uh, how to get rid of, uh, I don't know, ants in the rotunda right I, you know I, it's like it's ridiculous it's like there's no purpose for it other than i believe as a distraction from the other things that are yep. important exactly exactly that's exactly what this is. is the thing that's going to get these idiotic cures it, it, you know trumpers to yep. be like yes you're it doing a great gets job. Their base riled up, keeps yeah. their base riled up. All their fucking QAnon idiots keeps their base engaged. Yes, exactly. He goes, I don't think I've been angry about an issue than I am about this sports thing, said Mountain 41. Mountain became the first out transgendered musher to compete in the 1,000 mile Iditarod trail sled dog race. Although Alaska in March, 2020, he was forced to stop about 250 miles shy of the finish line because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Now Mountain, who has garnered a sizable following on social media, is racing to educate the public and state lawmakers about the potential dangers of anti-trans sports bills. It sends a message to trans kids that they're a problem to be dealt with. And that message I think is lethal. This is a this is so punitive. It's using kids as a political cudgel. Cajole. Mm -hmm. cajole. Mountain put his anger into action last month, testifying against the proposed sports bills alongside other advocates at a hearing before Wisconsin legislatures. He said that the bills would affect all students, not just a small number of transgendered athletes. If I'm not on your team, you lose too, not just me, he testified. Mm -hmm. He also teamed up with the actor and photographer, Rachel Crowell, to produce a short video titled Let Kids Play to spread message for, to spread message that for youth playing sports is about learning teamwork, making friends, not coming in first place. The video features a number of transgender and cisgender people, including local elected officials and artists talk about how sports shaped them into who they are today. Mountain called on the Ugly Dogs, a group of mushing enthusiasts who follow him and his wife 
fellow mushers Blair Braverman on social media to raise nearly 4,000 to produce the video. Mm. And then it goes on and on, um, you know, about uh, what he's doing. Um, at the end of it, it says, um, Mountain said pride is about overcoming the crucible of being LGBTQ in a society that doesn't always accept you. Once you work through that, that's what pride is. He said, I hope everybody can find that pride, whether they're trans, whether that's just being who you are, sharing who you are and not being threatened by other people, by other people being who they are, even when that's different. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Again, using, I using your platform. Right. Again, yep. like look at this guy, right? Using his platform in a way that's positive. This fucking lady that goes and does this at school. That's not using your platform, right? There are right. there are there are more ways in which she could have spoke to her concern for school security than the way she did it. This guy's oh, going yeah. about it in a way that's like, look, I have to do this because even if it doesn't necessarily affect him, it affects him because by proxy. Yeah, you know, it prohibits someone maybe from doing what what they want to do. You know, right? Ugh, right. Fucking, I don't. I I'm the just Santos. So, I, I'm just tired of these. I'm just so tired. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm sick. I think that's good. At the bottom, it. yeah. At the end of the day, it's just like I'm 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 tired of saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's I'm just tired over of little, and over and over right. and over again. I'm tired yep. of the cis fragility. Yep. I'm tired of the white fragility. Yep. I'm tired of just all the fragility. I'm tired that... of the masculine fragility. Uh huh. I'm yeah. tired of it all. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. At some point, we just have to just be okay with each other. Right. Um, and not hating and step back from the bullshit. Like, it's like, like the mother, like, it's like, really, this is what you want to do is prove nobody asked you to do anything. Right. Exactly. You weren't involved in a shooting. Like yeah. I could see if it was somebody that was involved in a school shooting. It was just like, I just want to check. Right. And, and it was, a lady, you know, and it would maybe even if it was a situation where something like that happened, right. Where the shooter right. infiltrated, sat in classes for the whole day and then did the shooting. Right. I could see that. I could, I mean, it's, you know, still not affected but i could see no. that but again you she could have used opportunities in a different way because yeah. now what she's done is just made herself look ridiculous right right she just yeah. made her so she made herself like a situation where you're just ridiculous we're not going to hear you right so yeah. use yeah. an opportunity and where real issues like oh, i was gonna say in real issues like the trans issue right now is like hidden between behind right, because of this lady's antics yeah yes you know exactly. see my gun rights yeah <sighs> just oh uh, my god all right well i'm gonna <sighs> do this one and hopefully it's a kg8w8 uh story so hopefully this they have a tendency to just auto start and hopefully their story won't start while i'm trying to talk about it but it just kind of caught my eye um so women died homeless while Oregon held $800,000 of her unclaimed money. Friends what? and acquaintances friends and acquaintances said that they had no idea Kathy Boone had money available to her. 
Kathy Boone died homeless. She's been living on the streets of Astoria despite Astoria, despite inheriting a small fortune. The state of Oregon held more than $800,000 of her unclaimed money when the 49-year-old passed away on in January of 2020. It just didn't make any sense to me. The money was just sitting there and she needed help in the worst way, said Jack Spithill, Boone's father. Boone struggled with mental health issues and drug abuse, according to her father. She had a rough life and she was, but when she was good, she was really good. Boone had a regular, was a regular at the Astoria warming shelter. Unlike most visitors who slept there, slept in their clothes boone would take the extra effort to put her pajamas on at night explained friends she is a special person as far as i'm concerned and said donna holder who was often shared cigarettes and coffee at boone with boone at mcdonald's she was a sweetheart said holder who carries photographs of boone wrapped in a tattered ziploc bag in his coat pocket i fell in love with her friends and acquaintance said that they had no idea boone had money available to her she had struggled to survive like many others living unsheltered in harsh outside environment we all had our moments but for the most part she was smiles more smiles than cries said glenn longquist a friend of boone's Catherine boone known to her friends with kathy grew up in portland area her parents separated when she was young. Her father, who remarried and now lives in Texas, tried to stay connected with his daughter. Boone struggled, struggled in her adult life. I attributed, I attribute most to drugs, but I think that there, there was also some mental health issues and the combination of the two didn't work out for her um, very well, explains Hill. For several years, Boone volunteered at a at the nonprofit Sisters of the Road Cafe downtown in Portland before moving to Astoria where her mother lived. In 2016, Boone's mother Patricia Lumpton passed away. Kathy relapsed into drug abuse according to her father. When she didn't have any connection with her family or friends, she and she was using drugs when I think she was truly was truly a lost soul, explained Spithill. According to court records, uh, her mother died. An attorney and personal representative assigned to the mother's estate tried to locate Boone. They took out advertisements on local newspaper, messaged her on Facebook, emailed family members, and tried reaching Boone by phone. A private investigator hired to find Boone also came up empty. In July 2019, a Clotsop County judge ordered $884,000 in four $884,000 of the state's assets to be sent to the Department of State Lands, which handles unclaimed money from estates where heirs cannot be located or refuse to pay or refuse to pay. It is not clear if Boone ever knew the money was hers or if she understood how to get it, according to her father. I don't think she would have she would approach them on her own, but there were enough people who could have given her help. Boone's father regrets that he wasn't able to help Kathy nor anybody in the court system or local police. He wishes someone could have stepped in to help to help Kathy take the first step towards reclaiming her life. I think my failure to recognize her mental health issues, I, I can and I kind of gave up on her because of drugs and sh I shouldn't have done that, he said tearfully. This sounds like a very tragic story, said Chris Rosen, Oregon Public Guardian Conservator. Rosen explained guardianship is only appropriate and legally allowable in Oregon when a person is profoundly cognitively impaired and they are incapacitated. Guardianship is a last resort. It is essentially removes the ability of a person to make their own decisions and given the authority it is so to someone else who has the power to decide where they can live, what medical care they can receive, and when they can go and when they can see basically anything everything else in their life. 
Many services can be obtained voluntarily, like mental health and alcohol counseling, drug counseling. But in those cases, the person just wanted the person wanted treatment for their want treatment for their condition. When individuals are homeless, day-to-day -day survival becomes important in dealing with medical condition. More important than dealing with a medical condition, explained Amy Baker, executive of uh, Clatsop Behavior Health. Baker said sometimes the criminal justice system gets involved due to minor crimes. Health workers can help mental health issues and substance abuse orders, blah, blah, blah. So um, in the end, health experts say the bar is very high to force treatment. On January 13, 2020, Boone was had breathing problems while staying at the Astoria Warming Shelter and Ambulance Ruster to St. Vincent's in Portland, where she later died. Um, in, in October, Oregon Department of State Lands paid $884,000 to a personal representative of the state of Kathy Boone. Court records indicate the state, estate is wor working to identify all persons that might have unclaimed money, including her two biological ch children. Um, oh, she had so children? yeah so um well then how come the the title seemed very deceptive i mean yeah that was that was a little bit of clickbait i'm waiting by i was waiting to hear yeah. how was the state withholding her right funds. yeah right sounds like she didn't know she had it she didn't or she know couldn't comprehend right. there it. Was, it looked like there was a, a significant attempt to to uh locate to her locate her but she was clearly too much probably you know it, yeah in mental health deterioration to the point she probably didn't believe it right like you know or maybe how do you got... find somebody that's homeless wandering around right I mean... exactly although i feel like yeah i mean it does sound like they did their due diligence but also it's like she was in astoria Astoria is not very big and it no. clearly she had a community within her houseless community but she people that she... knew her that that hung out with her so it's like was efforts really made or were they just very sketchy around like oh well we need to find kathy but they wouldn't tell because i mean that's a quite a bit of money so they maybe there was not a little bit of kathy like kathy was using like a street name you know not her real it doesn't name. sound like it because they all refer to it as kathy yeah I don't ah, know, that's man. sad man oh that unless me... it was like hey don't put too much effort because She'll just suck through the money. The other thing I was thinking. Well, who and who it? cares though? At the end of the day, who cares? Well, it, and here's I mean, what I was if thinking. she gets eight hundred thousand dollars and runs through it in two years or a year, that's. I mean, it's not our. It's not our job because, like they're saying, conservator or guardianship is a very difficult thing to do, right? So she probably didn't that, reach the level of. Well, here's guardianship. where I the whole thing around uh, Britney Spears. Right? I'm like that chick. How is it that she has that? <laughs> right. Like she's as function. I'm like this lady, Kathy homeless. I, I mean, it, she sounds like she's like way off. Right. But she, she definitely needed support from outside sources to help her, you know, with whatever she was And then doing. you got Britney Spears making TikTok videos, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with you, girl? Well, that's, I mean, the fact you know that we know what that's about. That's about dad and, and his that, money and controlling and, and that's everything. what I'm saying. So, so yeah. when we talk about, oh, conservative ship is really hard to maintain. And I'm looking at Britney Spears and I'm like, how is that? Does she reach the bar? What is the bar? Does it matter? The bar like is her daddy millions? had enough resources to hire the right attorneys to say, my daughter is un unfit to take care of her to, to hire and the once, right doctors correct? once that uh, yeah and once that 
and that's you mean like the Britney story is once that decision has been declared, it's very hard to reverse it because the person that's under conservatorship who's saying, wait, I don't need this. They go back to that one assessment that said, oh, nope, you need it. Any other thing is thrown out like so. Um, but I don't know. I feel bad. I feel sad for Kathy. Hopefully her kids will get it right. Hopefully her yeah. kids uh, will get it and be able to split it and, you know, um, be able to, you know, who knows what, who knows where they are, right? Who knows right. what their situation is? So, um, well, yeah, hopefully they're in a, in a situation where it's like, hey, somebody's not going to take mother, advantage. Yeah. Your mother was, yeah, didn't use it. Oh, sorry. Didn't use it. And here you go. Remember her? Yeah. And, and hopefully well. nobody takes advantage of them. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, well, Ugh. we did it again. Another we episode. did it again. Another um, episode. another episode. Another um, we didn't get too outraged. A little bit here no, and there. But uh, I want to do. Let me do just do this one oh rapid God. fire. Just okay. do this is a rapid okay. rapid fire. fire. Okay. Ex FBI agent accused of conning woman. At, sounds like Kathy accused Kathy or uh, <laughs> a conned Kathy out of 800,000 by telling her she was on quote unquote secret probation. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That you are on Tori, you are on secret probation. <laughs> And you need to start paying your fees. That's $800,000? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How on earth? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it was over a period of time, or was it like a lump sum of like, $100,000 fine here, $100,000 fine there, or was it a straight up $800,000 fine as part of your probation? Like, <laughs> what the? She, I mean, he told her she had to pay. How would you do that and you'd never go to court? Like, I would be like, okay, so when's my court date? You know, uh, right. could you show me the charging? Like, like you gotta be some kind of either scared or ignorant to think that to not ever see a judge uh, how does that yeah. even happen how does he even well, happen the, let me give you the really quick snippets okay. the, the, so the he tells her that she has to pay expenses related to supervision for her um including travel his travel a house and vehicles um he also what? convinced her yeah he also no, convinced that's what her you to, get reimbursed at your job for dumbass right but he convinced her right he also convinced her that she had restitution for a wronged company which he deposited into his own bank account uh, she must have been feeling with some kind of guilt of doing something she must I have, have no done idea. something wrong he repeatedly to believe yeah. that this was true he repeatedly threatened her with prison time and said she would lose her children if she did not comply with his demands, according to the authorities. So she did something. Because you just don't go paying that if you know you did nothing 
absolutely nothing wrong. So he must have, there must have been some sort of investigation happening. And he thought, oh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just never going to fucking go to, for you know, we're never going to take this all the way. And I'm just going to make some money off of this shit. Yeah. At, at one point, the FBI agent or ex even proposed to marry her, saying he would ask the judge to drop the probation. What the fucking? Over the course of several years, she paid him more than $800,000. Oh, hell no. Uh-huh. Oh, now the tables are turned, though. You're going to be on real probation, oh, you're honey. Gonna be, yeah. You're going to be on real probation. You're going to yeah. be paying $800,000 plus. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I go back to this. She must have done something to be so scared in the sense of like, well, you know, if this is what it takes to, to not go so to jail. So what he said was she was under secret probation for drug crimes in Austin, Texas. So that means she had drugs somehow she may have been using it she you know when probably... they do like when they talk about secret indictments right you don't know when when they're indicting you yeah you know so secret probation i don't know where she i would have been the first one googling secret probation right I was... is there such a thing as secret probation <laughs> right. i mean we got google people yeah exactly yeah you know so Ugh. for eight hundred thousand dollars i'm like would you not tell somebody? Would you not tell your husband, a friend? Would you not get an attorney? Somebody to say, can you believe I'm like, on secret probation? Right? Like, how do you go that long and not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he starts crossing lines, wanting to get married. Right. Like that's there's there's a there's a whole there's a whole lot, a lot of other shit. That's to that what story. I said. That like, was probably Kathy dying in Astoria because. <laughs> Because she was on secret probation. She was on secret probation the whole time. Right. Oh, man. All right. Well, you got it in. You got it in. <laughs> I um, had to. I couldn't go with secret I had probation. So many stories. Secret probation. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, come on. I, um, should we put that on the con list? Like, hey, if somebody approaches if you, anybody and ever says you're on secret <laughs> probation, Go get an attorney. Start asking some questions. Yeah. Nothing. No. Yeah, nothing is secret. It's, it doesn't Not exist. It system. ain't real. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nothing on. is secret. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, that's it. We'll end on secret probation. Um, <laughs> as always, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for uh, uh, continuing to listen. Uh, share, like. Rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, wait a minute. You forgot what? to tell people it was our mascot's birthday the other day. I did. Yeah, that was in May. Yes. Uh, yeah. I did put it in the description of last episode, but oh, yes, okay. our mascot, Little Daisy, turned eight years old um, on May 25th. So please feel free to send uh, Venmo, pay PayPal, or Cash App <laughs> to me to buy her something. <laughs> <laughs> to, to wish her a to, happy to birthday wish her a happy birthday um i saw daisy's mom this weekend actually oh yeah little little birdie who is daisy's mom uh that's is her 11. name is birdie her name's birdie she looks oh, just okay. like daisy looks just like her like i'm oh. i'm looking at what daisy's gonna look like in 11 years or in 11 years excuse me in like three more years because uh birdie is 11 she's got no teeth her tongue fucking hangs out her mouth. It's fucking adorable. Um, the 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 cool thing though is uh Birdie actually likes people. So, you know, 
I said, we need to, we need to talk to Daisy about that. Um, oh, yeah. this is, this is birdie. OMG. She looks right tuned with the tongue hanging out. Oh God. She's so cute. Oh my God. Looks just like Daisy. That looks just like crazy. her. Crazy. Yeah. So, um, that was cute. I got to You'll see, have uh, to post that. Yeah. Um, so as always, rate, review, subscribe. Thanks for listening. And until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?